This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. Okay, so... Full disclosure. We know we're late. (laughs) Okay. No, we're late, but why we're late is actually just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah. We're just validating, I think, for our students that we are sloppy hoes and shit shows. Yeah, I know. Here we are. It's like, I just want you to know, like, you can pursue your dream and still be a shit show. Like, here we are. <laughs> and I just think I respect people more when they're upfront about the oh, shit yeah. show. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, so what we did... In preparation for <laughs> yesterday's is we were thought we were on top of our shit. And so we, we were so on top so of it. So on top of it, you guys. So on top of it. Like, we've never been this on top of it. I know. We were doing well, so great. Things we've been on top of. But, like, <laughs> nothing. That's an actual goal. Right. So we recorded the Leo episode. And then <laughs> I was, like, going to work on it. And then Leo was like, hey, Leo doesn't start for another week. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, that probably makes sense because it literally starts like next Wednesday, I think, yeah, or like or Thursday, Tuesday, something. something. It's right the there. 23rd, so. Right. So we were trying to rush through cancer a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, cancer. I know. I'm like, it's been an emotional time. It has been a rough fucking ride. Yeah. And so, we just both wanted off the ride. I know. I was like, so moving on then. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> they still got time. We're All still right. not done. And that full moon and the lunar eclipse, also a doozy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, golly. I'm trying to remind myself that endings are beginnings too. So yeah. if you're out there also just anxiously awaiting Leo season, <laughs> we feel like, you. When does this get lighter? <laughs> yes. What's um, the party? Yeah. So we have the Leo one recorded and ready to go. <laughs> Hopefully it sounds good. Watch, we'll be late next week. I know. I'm like, so I'll have some other excuse next week when I'm late. (laughs) But um, right now we have it prepped at least, ready to go, recorded. And then um, I have one other little bit of housekeeping before we get into today's topic. This always makes me nervous. Um. Because we didn't discuss housekeeping. <laughs> I know. I don't even like that term. Like, what is this, like, Virgo What do you want to call it? What do you want to call it? Well, right now it feels like Leah being ambushed by Amber. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want me to call it that? Because that yeah. seems, like, cruel. I like honesty. Well, honesty without cruelty or honesty. <laughs> honesty without cruelty. Honesty. Honesty without cruelty wouldn't be a Scorpio tactic. (laughs) Right. Okay. So honesty without tact is cruelty. So my housekeeping is it's an ambush. Just call it. Just call it an ambray. (laughs) Ambush. I don't even know. It's yours. Own it. Is that apparently we need to give you guys an apology? Oh no. Yeah. I'm big on apologies, and I didn't even include it in the apology tour plan. Ah, you owe me an apology. Oh, I believe the fuck not no No. so we owe you an apology because leah let me know that our last couple episodes have sucked and the reason she gave was because we redid our blanket fort and so it's set up differently now and she can see my face more clearly. Anyone who has a Scorpio in their life knows how goddamn intimidating that no, is when you're I, just trying to have a conversation with thousands of people. I'm like, 
You just told me to my own face. <laughs> yes. That see how you not scared of you I don't was? want to like do the podcast <laughs> like this anymore. And I, my face has been ruining our podcast <laughs> well, <laughs> for the past couple of like podcast. I don't know how many. I apologize for however many my face ruined <laughs> for all of you. We can track it back to mm-hmm. the last time we recorded at our delightful friend Rosa's house. Shout out to Rosa always for giving yeah. us studio space. Okay, so was that cancer. the cancer? Okay, so everything is substance cancer. <laughs> Did not say I it apologize for my face. <laughs> That Leah had to look at it while we were recording. See, here's the real bummer, though, is if I had a dick between my legs and I said to you, Amber, I just think it's better if we sit shoulder to shoulder. It feels confrontational to sit across from the table, across the table from each other. You would totally be like, oh, my gosh, how silly of me to have sat across the table from you. <laughs> but because I just have this, like, gold pussy sitting across the table no, from you. I thought women could sit across from each other. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. So Why are we having a great time? <laughs> We're having a great time. No, we're not. We've ruined. My face has ruined the past couple of episodes. You let me know that. egotistical to be like, my face has ruined. You are the one who said it. I'm just repeating you. Out of context. At this point, I just feel like every conversation with my mother is now similar to yours where I'm like, why don't I record them all the time? (laughs) This is gold. This is what you said. What I I didn't say that. I don't even want to rehash what I did say say at this point because we're just going to argue face. about it. <laughs> My face so ruined it. in a nutshell, it. what I said was mm-hmm. Amber's face has been ruining my capability to... Capability? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ability. Capacity. Ability. Capa- mm-hmm. To apparently speak freely. Yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> Sorry, you guys. You didn't get the real Leah. She's been holding back on you because of my face. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, my god. Okay, so that was my bit of housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) That was my little bit of ambush. (laughs) Ew! (laughs) So Scorpio. Um, Okay, so since we screwed up and did the Leo podcast early. I understand that every Leo out there right now is feeling validated and, like, coming (laughs) in their panties. Right. Like, thank you. Well, they're like, you also. A validate for us that you all never stopped thinking I know. about us. You guys were on our minds. You were on our <sighs> minds. And now I feel like I've screwed up the whole thing about Root Chakra homework. Like, when is it supposed to actually air? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Work on your fucking Root Chakra homework. I went to I the gym today, though. I got up early. I went to the gym. I oh, made my green smoothie. You just... <laughs> I've done nothing. <laughs> I don't even think I've, like, thrown a piece of paper away, so... I know, but I like to, like, reorganize spaces, so if you just invite me to your space, I will totally help you. Okay, well, consider this an invitation. <laughs> we all know that I need help. Okay, so what we decided to talk about instead... Is this your headmistress voice? Is it? I don't know if I like it. I feel like my headmistress voice is not that. That was, like, saccharine sweet and not real. I don't know what my headmistress voice is. We'll have to ask some subs. <laughs> Will they be allowed to tell us? Um, yeah, sure. They can. Okay. Um, as long as it's funny. Speaking of, oh gosh, that's me. always your rule. Right, I know. I was like, be funny. Okay, so we are going to, Leah and I are going to be attending a kink conference this weekend. We are very excited. It's called Northern Exposure. It is put on by the Alaska Center for Alternative Lifestyles, or ACAL. 
in Anchorage, Alaska, and we needed a topic because Clearly. we didn't have the Leo one until next week. And I was like, why don't we talk about kink and talk about the conference and talk about things like, you know, y'all are on. just lucky or sad. I don't know which one that we don't talk about it every single week because yeah. it is Amber's like favorite topic it other is- than Kingdom 289, which I don't even think exists anymore. Just as I've caught the fuck up with it what it's called. It does exist. It's just we're also in another kingdom. Oh, my gosh. You guys. So there's two kingdoms going this? on. Do you hear her? It's very complicated, but there's a lot of the same people. It's very complicated and no more interesting to watch you. I know, but I did leave. I want you to know. Mm-hmm. I was in two councils in two different kingdoms, mm-hmm. and I did have to tell the one in 289 I have to step out of council. Okay. Well, when you've stepped out of the kingdom and back into IRL. No, I'm you not ready to do let that. let me know. I'll I'd... actually know because you'll be ready to go on adventures again and do fun stuff. Invite me on an adventure. <laughs> what did you invite me to? So far you've insulted my face. <laughs> I did not insult And that is face. all that you've done for me. I'm, I'm sorry. I want to talk to people who are nice to me in a game. I don't know. Like, I've got friends there. Can they see your face? Well... <laughs> That's true. They only see a picture of me with glasses. They don't know that this face is ruining their Oh, my game. gosh. Side note. We're here already, folks. What? Th- you should just know this. Safe bet if you're, like, getting to know someone and they only send you pictures with sunglasses or glasses that obscure their face, they're probably a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually really good. <laughs> or an Aquarius. One or the other. They're trying yeah. to hide something from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Northern Exposure, I said, let's talk about this, and then maybe for our Friday fuckery, which we have not yet totally formulated. Unless you want to hear the Leo version <laughs> yeah. cancer season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the Leo, the Leo one pretty much <laughs> Locked done. Locked and loaded. Yeah. But I was thinking, let's not launch it on Friday. Big surprise to all of you. <laughs> um, but let's, like, ask people kink questions. I don't know what. Maybe, like... What I don't know because I kind of want to ask you what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done, but Oof, that's like my favorite question ever. I, I hope feel like tell that us. kind of question is difficult for someone like me though because someone did ask me just today, yeah, what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? And I'm like, I don't think I've ever done anything that's kinky because I don't okay, and this do just kills me kinky. because <laughs> everything Amber does is kinky, and so it literally negates that it's kinky because yeah. what she's done is she's taken kink and taking it from the taboo category that everybody else houses it in and she's like but um here i am yeah. this is me in all my glory and everyone else is like either eating it up whatever it is <laughs> um or they're running yeah so i'm like i don't know i was asked that question and i was like nothing i guess but again i go back to i mean mm. what am i gonna say you should, like, n- the people listening already know that I'm going to say. When what? I didn't, like, wholeheartedly agree that you were, like, necessarily the funniest person I know, which you probably are, <laughs> still, you're the fucking weirdest. But okay. in the most delightful way. Oh, I'm like, thanks. you have really broadened my horizons. All and, right. Like, taught me so much, and it's just so fun. Okay, great. Well, we're having a great time now. <laughs> this is, thanks for pumping me up. And I can still see your face. Yeah, I know. I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we were thinking kink, 
very overwhelming. A lot of people who start the scene. It's incredibly overwhelming. There's a lot of terms that might seem confusing. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, um, what's the word? It's like, if you go into a dungeon, it's very overwhelming and intimidating because, one, you may not know the terms. And so you yeah. don't know the dynamics of the dungeon, which is very tricky to navigate, especially mm-hmm. if you don't know the terms and you don't know what it means if someone's, like, wearing a collar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just really intimidating. And that's why. Again, I was so grateful when I got to go with Amber because I was like, I'm just gonna toddle behind her <laughs> and just watch what she does. And if someone yells at her, she won't care. Right. So, one of the things that we have actually as our pillars of this podcast is normalizing the taboo. Mm-hmm. And we feel like a lot of sex is taboo, mm-hmm. and especially kink stuff is taboo. Mm-hmm. Especially and, in the United States. Yeah. And you guys... Sex, we, I meant. I meant sex was taboo oh, in the United okay. States. I feel like in a lot of other countries, it's viewed differently. We were brought up, Especially you know, founded Europe. by Puritans. Yes, like what a disappointment. They're very uptight people. And yeah. it has just led to this very weird country where yeah. everything is sexualized except for don't talk about sex and don't exactly. educate about sex and... No, the don't uh, educate is Don't so masturbate or like some other random ass thing that people don't expect there's just so much do. shame. Like sex here is shrouded in so much shame, depending on which circles you're you're navigating or living mm-hmm. in. Totally true. So we want to take the shame out and just be like, fly your fucking freak flag. Yeah. Or your Love vanilla it. flag. Like if you yes. fly your vanilla flag, we're good with that too. Also true. If you are asexual and you're like, why do they keep talking about sex? I don't want to have sex with anyone. We also support that. Like we yes. just want you to be Feel confident and comfortable, yeah, in whatever choices that you want to make about your own body and whatever Mm -hmm. makes you happy and gives you pleasure. Those are the things that we want to be supporting. And giving you tools to navigate that more easily. Yeah. To find other people who maybe want to explore that with you Mm -hmm. or who can facilitate doing what Amber's done in my life, which is broadening your horizons so that you actually have a more broad lane (laughs) but a more broad idea of what you actually enjoy because if you're coming at this from a very vanilla space but you know that that's not where you kind of want to like hang out yeah you may not know what you even enjoy or what you want to explore yeah so we want to start discussing that more on our podcast Mm -hmm. so that you can explore more things and find more enjoyment and pleasure in your life i hope that someone listened to the cancer episode about the Sploshing. Sploshing. Not, Not splooshing. splooshing. But if you want to take a sploosh right now, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers and have a sploosh. <laughs> yes. But I hope that somebody sat in food and, like, just tried it out. Like, what did yes. it feel like? I don't know. I haven't done it before. I want to do it. Uh, me either. It does. F- okay. So we didn't talk about this on that episode. Okay. But do you kind of mm, a little bit about, like, yeast infections when you watch it? Um, I would think about it. If something was being, like, I always think about yeast infections when people are like, I want to, like, fill you with things. I'm like, don't fill my vagina with things other than, like, tongues and, yeah. And even cum will, like, throw off your Your pH. pH, Right. So it's like, you know, fingers and a penis and... I'm like tongue coconut and oil and turmeric I'm oh, comfortable yeah. with in my vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut Everything oil else for we sure. gotta really negotiate. I know. I'm like, don't put anything sweet in my vagina no. because <laughs> that is just gonna Breathing. make I know, I'm like, 
listen, this is just going to last longer for me and be a lot more painful than this sexual experience is going to be. Oh, it's so true. It's like those people whose kink is breeding. They really should just get into, (laughs) like, sugary shit in the vagina. Oh, my god! Look at what you're breeding. So much. So much stuff. I did one time cover myself in honey water and powdered sugar and whipped cream for someone's birthday. I want you to hear this now. This is how what? devoted she is to Aquarians. <laughs> that is real love, y'all. Real love. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah, the whole entire time I just kept thinking. <laughs> <laughs> because the gentleman did say, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I think you're going to give me diabetes because I was so covered in everything sweet. And I was like, you're going to get diabetes and I'm going to get a yeast infection. Like, that's all I was thinking about the whole time, which does take away from the sexual experience. I believe that. Yeah. Okay. So, say you want to go to a dungeon Mm -hmm. or to a kink conference. What is a dungeon, Amber? Oh, that's a really good point. They're not always called dungeons. Mm -hmm. They're often called play spaces. Or sex clubs. Or sex Uh, clubs. There's a uh, wide... It's not really You have to kind of look into whatever club is near you and see what they allow because every club is going to have its own rules its own expectations and every state has different rules on if penetration is allowed if you have Mm -hmm. to have condoms Mm -hmm. like some clubs have you aren't allowed to have any penetration without a condom even if you're married to that person and everyone's consenting you know so it's i know and that's that's the kind of club that leah would run (laughs) like and i am the condom fairy and people would be like chucking condoms at me but not in a fun way yeah like keep your condoms right so every place has different rules like in i think in florida like there's no penetration allowed whatsoever so there's like no sex in their club but so in, there is a difference. So just to clarify, I want to yeah. pause for a second. Okay. I feel like we've kind of gotten ahead of ourselves. So there is a difference between a dungeon and a sex club. And sometimes they have both within the same like yes. facility or space. Yes. But not all sex clubs are BDSM clubs. And so you may not call like a sex club a dungeon. Right. So a dungeon would more, and correct me if I'm wrong, because, again, I just toddle behind her a lot of the time. No, I don't know. I'm like, I'm hoping I'm giving out the right information. (laughs) What? (laughs) So I was just going to say, like, so sex clubs, you would find, like, swingers and people like that there potentially. Whereas at a dungeon, we're talking more BDSM. And I'm going to hand that back to you to talk to people about what the definition really is. Like, if you can break down the B, the D, the S, and the M. I can a little bit more for you. But, yeah, it's... Again, you're just going to have to check out what dungeon, what the yeah, like feel Google, is. Yeah, Google, like, sex clubs, Google dungeons in your area. Yeah. Because like, some dungeons, like we just said, have sex, but some yeah, of them don't. Yeah, totally. And yeah, it just kind of depends on the vibe you're looking for, too. Yeah. Like, if you live in San Francisco, I think you've got lots and lots of options. I'm sure that especially you Especially in the BDSM yeah. uh, side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, good point. All right. What do we mean when we say B... D-S-M. I'm writing it down so I like make sure I'm like talking about all of, the, all of it. All the different things. So bondage and is a B. Pretty clear. Yeah. Bondages. Right. But um, it can also be not so clear. So like it could be tying up with ropes. So you could have mm-hmm. a rigger, which is what they call someone who ties people up. Yeah. It could also be like um saran wrap. Yeah. Which is fucking delightful. I love being saran wrapped. I mean, I have my own, like, panic about, like, climate changes that's happening. So, like, this is so <laughs> You're awful. like, this is too much plastic. I'm a large human being, and we're using <laughs> way too much plastic. Also, don't fucking stop. What are you doing? Keep going. Yeah. 
It, that is so fun. It so, kind of feels like swat, your swaddle. Yeah. It's actually incredibly relaxing if it you're not claustrophobic. Is. Yes, mm-hmm. if you're not claustrophobic. Okay, so that's the B. With D, sometimes people call it discipline mm-hmm. because there's a lot of discipline that happens with, um, you know, managing a sub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then most of the time, though, the DS in the middle is domination and submission. And so you can think of that as like a master-slave relationship or just really it's someone's in control of someone or else. dom-sub. Like, yeah, that's really dom-sub. That's more typical. Yeah, 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 yeah. the dom and the sub. So – then the S and the M stand for sadomasochism. And that is more pain-related is generally what you would think of like um But can that. you describe the difference between like a sad- sadist and a masochist? Because they're kind of mirrors, but they're not. Okay, so I think of sadists as people who like to – Give stimulation, mm-hmm. and it's often thought of as pain. pain. Most of the time, pain. It often is pain. It often is pain, but it doesn't have to be pain. So no. I don't want you to think like it has to be. But see, this like um, watching people squirm mm-hmm. and having some kind of uncomfortable torturousness happen to them mm-hmm. often. Um, and then a masochist enjoys to receive the stimulation, whatever that stimulation may be. But maybe the stimulation is tickling. Maybe the mm-hmm. stimulation is a forced orgasm. Maybe the stimulation is a getting a over-the-knee spanking. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a crop. I don't know. There's all sorts of different things you can do so for stimulation. So would you say that, like, humiliation falls into that masochism, potentially? Like, if your, like, dom is humiliating or degrading you, that that would be a form of masochism? Um, yeah, if... The dom is doing that to you, then that would be them being a sadist and kind of like because you know okay. they're doing something that you're going to so have it's like not a reaction physical on. necessarily, but it can it will still have a reaction. Yes, the person would still yeah have a yeah reaction. yeah. I know, and so I hope people in the kink community who are listening to this actually are like okay with that definition because there is some um, there's a lot of gray going on. So well, we should go into over some more terms. Yeah, too. and so just to clarify in general, we're just kind of like tipping our toe into this ocean of BDSM. Yeah, and so as we go deeper mm. as we delve deeper delve one of deeper. our favorite terms um we'll start to unpack this more and more and we'll get into specifics like yeah in other episodes we maybe we'll just talk about bondage or yeah these For things sure. really a lot more in depth exactly so what does it mean when somebody says i'm a dom or i'm a sub or i'm a top and i'm a bottom or i'm a sadist and i'm a masochist like we just kind of briefly talked about sadist and masochist mm-hmm. but someone could be a dom And that just means more like they want to be in charge of what's happening. Mm -hmm. But they might not want to give any pain. Mm -hmm. Like they might not be a sadist at all. They might Mm -hmm. just be more of like a caring dom who wants to like really like nourish and like take care of and be really protective of like Mm -hmm. whatever their sub is. And so the sub is going to be... Also, side note again, oh, wow. what we're kind of seeing little pockets of people talking about, at least I am, um, culturally, is like fin doming. Mm-hmm. And so it's someone that you may not even know at all, but they're like financially in control of your, they're in control of your finances. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways that you can be in control yeah, of so someone. So it's not just mm-hmm. like I meet you at a dungeon and we play out this oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Totally not. It's really so involved. Yeah, and a lot of dom-sub relationships include service. Mm -hmm. So you might be a service sub, and again, that might not include any pain whatsoever, Mm -hmm. no humiliation. Like, I don't want you guys to think everything is scary because it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. some people who are service subs enjoy being 
um, the staff at like a dinner party that's like mm-hmm. a kinky dinner gathering or you might be into cigar service where you're lighting cigars for people. Yeah, and, like, like cutting cigars, lighting cigars, doing the yeah, whole... It's a whole like, thing. I love cigar service, yeah. so we'll talk about that some other time. Okay, so doms are just the ones that are in control mm-hmm. and the subs are the ones who are being controlled. And even that is really great because a lot of people would say that a sub is actually in control Mm-hmm. because of their consent. Yes. And so it does, again, it's very layered. Yes. And then there's a top and a bottom. Mm-hmm. And a top just means someone who's doing an action, and the bottom is the one receiving the action. So let's say you walk into a dungeon. Like, I just want to give some, like, examples. Mm-hmm. So let's say you walk into a dungeon, and you see someone being flogged. Okay. That could be a dom. With flogging. their sub. Yes. Yep. Flogging me. Sub. Thank you for clarifying. Uh-huh. That could be the dom doing the actual flogging to mm-hmm. the sub. Or it could just be a top and a bottom. Yes. And so there are these like slight differences potentially. Yeah. So there could be no relationship between those people. Yes. Or you could be the dominant person and telling someone to top you. Yes. So let's say like That's why I'm like top to and bottom flogged. is like the action. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You wanted to so I was going to say, like, let's say I wanted to be flogged. Okay. I may tell my sub to yes. flog me. Now, if you walk into the dungeon and you see someone being flogged, you are going to potentially assume yes. that the person doing the flogging is the top or the dom. And that is just not – you don't want to make any assumptions when you you're in the You don't want to make assumptions. At all. Yeah. Because these dynamics are so – what's the word? Layered. They're so layered, but they're so – Complex. They're complex, but they're also very particular to those two people yes. or whoever. If they're in a, a polyamorous relationship, mm-hmm. then that all of those people. So <clears throat> they're negotiating their own contracts. If they have like an ongoing relationship, mm-hmm. they are discussing and negotiating what is allowed and what isn't allowed and how they're going to handle situations. Mm-hmm. And I like to have the example of say you're at a restaurant with a dom sub couple mm-hmm. and one person orders okay is that the dom who orders for their sub and mm-hmm. makes all of the decisions or is the sub actually doing the ordering because the dom has instructed the sub mm-hmm. you're going to do all of the ordering don't fuck it up you better know what i like mm-hmm. that sort of situation so it's like you don't know necessarily what someone's dynamic is just by observing these Mm -hmm. The deeper you get into it, the more you're going to realize, unless you really know the particular people that are having that interaction, you just don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to be walking into anybody's scene or walking into anybody's dynamic unless you've been given permission to do so. Yeah. So these are just some terms to kind of keep in mind. You might need to listen to it more than once, but dom-sub, control, being controlled. Mm Mm-hmm. And master slave falls into that. A top and a bottom is just someone's doing an action and someone's receiving an action. Mm -hmm. And then a sadist and a masochist is generally someone's giving pain and the other person is receiving pain or likes pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's say you want to start exploring this a little bit more and you get onto FetLife. And FetLife stands for fetish life, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a bunch of people that are on there seeking all sorts of different interactions with people. Yeah. But let's say that you see that it says switch by their name. Yeah. And so that means that that person slides between a dom and a sub or a top and a bottom Mm -hmm. role. And so they're open to experiencing both sides of the coin. Yep. So I 
don't have myself labeled as a switch on FetLife, but I do consider myself to be very switchy. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, you are very switchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like to definitely be in control a lot of the time, but you will, if you respect someone enough, um, hand over controls. Yes, but that's a really good way of like going through these different terms. Is I like to be topped, but mm-hmm. I don't usually let anyone dom me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would in certain situations. So yeah, you're right. Like I, if I respect someone and I like the person, mm-hmm. and I'm like okay, and trust them, yeah, and trust them. Mm-hmm. Most of the time in a dungeon scene, I want to be the one in control. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> so because there is so much happening in a dungeon, it can be super overwhelming, and you're like, I don't even know what I like or what I want to mm-hmm. try or anything. So there are things called tastings. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of tastings. I love to participate in tastings. I love to help other people mm-hmm. with tastings. And we've been very fortunate because our kink community here in Anchorage has been so open mm-hmm. about doing tastings. And so it would be something that you'd want to look for in your community. And I don't know if that's going to be something that you're going to be able to find depending on where you are. Yeah. So Anchorage, Alaska is awesome about education. Mm-hmm. There are so many educational events that go on here that, and so many people that just want to help teach. Yeah. And so what happens at a tasting is it's kind of like it's a little taste. It's little booths usually that are set up where you can just try something out. Like it's really slow, uh, really low commitment, really. Commitment, low pressure. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, there's usually a spanking booth at a tasting mm-hmm. Um, well, and the assumption is that you don't know anything about the scene yeah. at all. And mm-hmm. so it's really gentle intro into all sorts of different things. As it suggests, it's a tasting. Yep. And so there's going to be all sorts of different offerings, pretend, excuse me, depending on what kind of a tasting you're at. Yes. So maybe there's somebody there who's going to do a little bit of rope play. So you can mm-hmm. just like see if you're even interested in exploring it further. Mm-hmm. And so I did have a, a tasting party one time. And at that party we had... Someone who was doing a flogging Mm -hmm. where you could experience being flogged Mm -hmm. or you could flog someone. Mm -hmm. And the saran wrap was there because I love saran wrap. Mm -hmm. And then I had uh, someone there tying and someone doing electric play. Mm -hmm. There was a wax station. Mm -hmm. And then I had a sensation station where I was just um, blindfolding people and having them lay down. And then I was like messing with them. But that was, you know, they're totally clothed. It's... Mm -hmm. Not sexual. It's just doing sensation. They're mostly plays. totally clothed. Now, to say that if you go to a tasting that they're going to be totally clothed would not be fair to send you into that scene. Yeah. Because potentially it's not going to be all – potentially people aren't going to be totally clothed. It's entirely up to you how clothed or unclothed you want to be at mm-hmm. any point in any dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, a lot of doms particularly, will stay completely clothed. Yeah. Um, and then potentially their top, excuse me, their bottoms or their subs would not be clothed potentially. Yeah. But because again, one of the things we also didn't discuss because there are so many different categories within this, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have like exhibitionists and voyeurs as well. And so your exhibitionists may be completely nude and like yeah. wandering around or just fucking. Yeah. Whereas your voyeurs likely are going to be completely clothed, not always. Yeah. And taking in all of the different scenes happening. Yeah. And voyeurism is a part of kink. So Mm -hmm. people who want to get into the scene, like when I first started going to our dungeon here in Alaska, I just watched a lot. Mm -hmm. And and they'll even set up chairs because they're Mm -hmm. assuming that you're going to be watching something that's happening. So Mm -hmm. there's like chairs spread around. And you don't have to interact with anyone. You just – and you're not supposed well, to interact if someone's yes. actually in a scene. Yeah. But I just mean even other people who were there. 
and you can just witness it and mm-hmm. see what you might be interested in trying in the future. So as a voyeur, that's what I kind of align myself with at this point. As a voyeur, it's kind of offensive when people are like, so you don't participate. And it's like, well... Yes and no. My participation is the energy that I bring. Mm-hmm. And so I had a dom one time turn to me afterwards and say, you just show up here and you're practically like panting behind me. And I was like, yeah. And do you enjoy it? Do you miss it when I'm gone? And he kind of like <laughs> giggled and he was like, you're right. It wouldn't be as fun without a voyeur. Yeah. So I am always an exhibitionist and I don't even mean that in a sexual way. I'm like, <laughs> I Amber's at the bank and she's an exhibitionist. I know. I'm like, I want to perform. I'm mm-hmm. going to sing karaoke. I'm going to do whatever random thing. I'm going to go out dancing. And it's like, Leah, hey, Leah, you know how you like to watch people do crazy things? Come be my voyeur. Come be my audience. An exhibitionist needs a voyeur and we, vice versa. Yes, it's a symbiotic relationship. I know. I'm like, neither of us are happy without the other. <laughs> right. Okay. So if you just want to go and watch, that's I just want you to feel like empowered to do that. It's so good, y'all. You should go watch. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so juicy. It's delicious. I love it. I love it. And the nice thing about being a voyeur is if you're in a scene like you've negotiated something and you can absolutely stop it at any point, but mm-hmm. like you might not want to stop it because you've negotiated a scene. I get bored or uncomfortable. I just leave. Yeah. I get to walk away. There's so much freedom in being a voyeur. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to go see what's going on in this room. <laughs> yes. see what's I hear over here. noises that I need to check out. <laughs> so... Thank you for bringing up, like, negotiations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say you're at this at a club, and you're like, all right, I want to try something out. Okay, mm-hmm. I've, like, seen it, and or maybe you've already gone to a tasting, and you're like, okay, I know for sure I want to try this. I'm really curious about it. I don't know what to do. So there's a couple different things you can do, and you can start with asking someone who works there or mm-hmm. that's is a, a regular great place yeah is just say hey this is what i'm curious about who would you recommend that i approach about this mm-hmm. and sometimes they're just like really helpful at telling you who's good with beginners even. yeah oh that's so important and you people know? that are willing to teach because that's yeah. a huge component as mm-hmm. well um and also you want to be really cognizant when you're in a dungeon of even where you're having these conversations there's a play space and oftentimes there's a space where you can have conversations because you don't want to be interrupting play that's going on yes and so again i would encourage you to do a lot of your own research if you're going to go to a dungeon they're generally going to give you some rules like when you walk in which can also be overwhelming though if you're completely new to the scene it's like here's a dump of information that you're responsible for yeah so do some research before you go in there so that you can feel as comfortable as possible and if those dungeons have classes throughout the week check those out even if you don't think that you're interested in rope maybe that's what they're teaching go anyway Mm -hmm. just to meet the people that are in that community and start to make some connections well and they have socials a lot of the time yeah where there's they're totally clothed you're just going there to like meet people and chat and you know again low pressure well and there's munches in a lot of communities which is just not a word i enjoy (laughs) saying it's not a word i enjoy hearing i think it's the same reaction people have to the word moist i love the word moist so you're not gonna munch i like i like moist more on its own without the munching word 
Okay, I do too. I don't like them together. It yeah. Turns out that no, was I was like, that was a really bad. I'm sorry she just said that into your guys' ears. <laughs> like, that was gross. It was disgusting, and I'm more sorry than Amber is about it. I'm really, really uncomfortable right now. So I apologize. Anyway, can you okay. explain what a munch is? So a munch is generally people getting together in a social in, Who are outside in of a dungeon. Community. Yeah. And a lot of times they're at restaurants, mm-hmm. and it's just like, hey, I'm going to go have a meal. I'm going to go talk to people. Mm-hmm. Just chat it up and see who you enjoy talking to. That's a really good place to start. And those people can also give you some direction on books to read for starters. They're going to give you information about who to connect with. Yeah. They're going to give you information about different places to go to get more education, like those socials that happen for education purposes. Yeah, maybe they're just going to answer a question for you because you're like, I I heard this term and I don't know what it is. (laughs) What does this mean? Now, I don't know what any other munch is like outside of Anchorage, but I showed up without a FetLife account and that's like a whole thing. So (laughs) I do recommend getting on and getting a FetLife account because you can connect with people that way as well mm-hmm. outside of the dungeon and yes. so you can start to form relationships which that's the beautiful thing really if we're really just talking about what's cool about a dungeon mm-hmm. is these are relationships rooted in trust they're rooted in honesty they're rooted in authenticity like these are going to be some of the realest relationships that you're going to have in your life mm-hmm. and so i would encourage you to get on fet life and start to just peek around check it out you know i think of myself as someone who has pretty good boundaries mm-hmm. and who clear you have very clear boundaries right and is upfront about like what's going on or whatever and i feel like after being in the kink community and talking to people and negotiating scenes like that has become even better for me mm-hmm. like that skill of standing up for yourself on yes, like what you being want being an advocate for your own wants and desires yes and needs just your own needs yeah and having the capacity to comfortably say no Yes. Or stop. Like, these sorts of things are very important to practice. Right. And so it's nice to have that kind of community where it's going to be supported. So if you are going to do a negotiation, which is generally what it's called, so say you meet someone and you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, I see that you do, let me just pick something like, oh, I see that you flog people. Mm -hmm. And I would like to experience that. Um, Would you be willing to flog me? Okay. Mm -hmm. So... That will feel vulnerable mm-hmm. when you don't really know someone. Oh, it's so it's totally so... going to feel vulnerable because they might say no. Yeah. And so you have to be really comfortable with, again, we talk about rejection. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to be comfortable with someone saying no. And they may not give you a reason. And the reason could be as simple as they're about to go flog someone else that they've already negotiated with. Yeah. Or they just don't fucking know you. And so they don't yeah. want to have that interaction with yeah. you. So many different reasons. Yeah. But you can't take it personally. Don't internalize yeah. their reason for saying no. Yep. And in a lot of dungeons, if someone tells you no for something, you aren't allowed to ask again mm-hmm. of that person, or at least not at that night or anything. Or like, even to ask more information about their no. Right. It's a no. Yep. That's all you need to K-N-O-W. Yeah. So it's nice to also have that experience where someone could tell you no and you mm-hmm. get to practice unattaching from that mm-hmm. um, rejection. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, detaching totally mm-hmm. from the emotional experience of that. Right. It's, it's like, literally okay. to do with you. Right, I know. It's like people tell me, I'm like, meh, all right. So how about you then? Right. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. You're just moving closer to your yes. <laughs> exactly. So when you've negotiated with someone, what we often say is negotiate for what you do want, not for what you don't want. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. That's a good way to live life. Yeah. So don't say, oh, I don't want you to do this X, Y, and Z to me because then you've like left out 
other things that you haven't even thought of necessarily. Mm -hmm. So advocate for what you do want. So say, I want you to flog me when I don't have a top on and... Yeah. Try so, these different things. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you want to advocate for what you do want to experience. And if you know that you have hard limits, that is an appropriate time to also say, like, yeah. I don't want you to call me slut or whore. Yeah. Ever or bitch or whatever it yeah. is that's your trigger or makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. It is totally appropriate to say your hard limits or even your soft limits. But Amber's right. Like, don't waste a hell of a lot of time talking about what you don't want. Talk about what you do want. Right. So if that, you that want someone to call in... you a goddess, don't yeah. say, don't call me X, Y, and Z. Just say, call me goddess. Like, Only. Yeah. Just yeah. make it really clear yeah, to the other person. If, as... Oh my gosh, my queen Oprah says, you get what you have the courage to ask for. And so it mm-hmm. is saying, this is what I want. Yes. And that's very encouraged in the dungeon. Yes. So we say that you ask 100% of what you want without expectation that the person will give it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's just the mindset that you're going to go into. And, you know, and it's a negotiation. So maybe you meet someone and they're like, hey, you know what? I don't know you that well. I'm willing to do this. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Like, I have men approach me who are like, I want you to peg me. And I'm like, what? I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And no. Mm-hmm. So that's really simple. But I will beat you, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm willing to negotiate with that person. I don't have to know someone to hit them with a flogger or a crop or something mm-hmm. or a whip. But I'm not going to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. And to me, pegging would be sex. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do penetration with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. So everybody has their different limits. And you just have to, like, figure it out. And, like, some people, it's a name. Or some mm-hmm. people, it's, like, one person who, this one sadist in town, she refuses to spit on anyone. And mm-hmm. some people really want to be spit on. And she's like, no, that feels disrespectful mm-hmm. to me. And so I'm not going to do that to you. So... If you want to do something to people, you also have your own boundaries of Mm -hmm. what you are willing to do. Yeah. And what feels comfortable to you. And that's all going to be different for every single person. Maybe degradation does not feel good to you as a top or a dom. Mm -hmm. And maybe your sub or your bottom really craves that. Neither one of you is wrong or gross or out of place for wanting both of those things. It just means that in that category, you're not a good match. Yep. And so, so then you just find a better match. Yeah. You're you're going to become really clear in your communication. That's really – there are so many cool things to me about BDSM, especially since I'm a foyer. I'm not super into a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. Um, but one of the things that I think is so fucking cool about it is it really challenges you to be really clear with yourself first mm-hmm. about your wants, your needs, and your desires, and then practicing how to communicate that to someone else. Yeah. Because that takes a shit ton of vulnerability. It takes vulnerability and it takes practice. Yeah. So say you ask for something and someone gives it to you and then you were like, yeah, that didn't hit the mark. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not exactly what I meant. What is it that I really wanted in that situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the beautiful things. One of the things that we didn't like totally delve into a ton already, which I'd like to hit before we slide into the next thing is... One of the things that was so incredibly empowering for me in the dungeon was how much enthusiastic consent, not just consent, Mm -hmm. enthusiastic consent is valued and encouraged and a priority in a dungeon space. And so for 
people who maybe have had really traumatic experiences in their sex life or in their life in general, you may be really turned off to the dungeon because you're like, that's going to be a trigger for me. You might be surprised though, how freeing and liberating it is to walk into a space that is really centered around enthusiastic consent. And so Mm. you have so much control over what happens to you in that space. Well, and it's a consent that can be um, removed. Revoked, yep, it can be revoked at, at any time. time. And so that's yep. why you have safe Freely words. given and easily re- and immediately revoked if you want. So yep. you can stop it at any so point. So a lot of dungeons will have their own safe word. And so you can choose to use that safe word with whoever you're playing out a scene within a dungeon. Or you can also negotiate your own safe words with that person. Yep. And so a lot of times people will say, oh, just like, Red means stop, mm-hmm. or yellow means hey, stop slow what you're down doing. A bit. Yeah, slow down, check in with me. Yeah, um, something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. But red would be like stop everything. I mm-hmm. want to be done right now. Mm-hmm. And, and if you say a dungeon safe word, the dungeon itself will <laughs> probably come to a screeching halt. Right, because they're gonna be like, whoa, what just, what's yeah. happening? Like yeah. something bad is happening because you've now gone past like you're yellow, negotiated. You've gone past yeah. So anyway, words. keep that in mind. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're already overwhelming you guys. There's just like well, a lot like of information. it's the first Ayurveda thing. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff up front, and then we're going to really delve so much deeper into the intricacies of it. So if mm-hmm. you can just like keep with us the keep next time us. we get to um, a kink uh, conversation episode, things will be a lot more clear. Yeah. So you brought up consent. Awesome. I love it. A lot of people, and you had mentioned before, like think that – the dom is the one who's in control, mm-hmm. which they might be in control of what has been negotiated. Yes. Okay. So the sub gets to say what they're allowing. Mm-hmm. So they're negotiating for themselves. And so you want to be a good mm-hmm. negotiator you want who to be a looks clear at your communicator. own. Yep. Yeah. And if you have trouble with that, you can also get someone who can negotiate on your behalf. If you have mm-hmm. someone who's really trusted that you um, would that might be, be under their protection. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, like, on FetLife, I put Leah as being under my protection. I'm so grateful. <laughs> I just feel like a little baby deer sometimes out in the world. And I'm like, wait a second. What? Right. Just happened. Right. Like when I'm being chased in movie theaters by men with guns. Oh, or at no. the park with a man with a gun on his, like, Okay, you know, but oh, I'm not under your protection oh. that way. That sounds very intense. No, I'm just saying. And so... My point is the world itself, the BDSM world, can feel that overwhelming, though. It can feel that scary for some people when they walk in. Yeah. These, I mean, technically are weapons. They're being wielded by people who are not, like, vicious, crazy people. Yes. But when you first walk in, it might feel really overwhelming. Yes. So um, when you're under someone's protection or you just get a mentor, like someone who's just there to help you, and maybe you have that person sit in on your negotiations with you and they're going to ask questions that maybe you haven't thought of before, like the name thing. totally. what you're going to be called. Like, because I've been in situations before where I'm like, oh, I really should have asked that person if I could call them a fucking whore. Yeah. So I'm going to go on the- Or Amber's favorite. Hashtag cum slut. Or dumpster. Come dumpster. Oh, my gosh. Come it's dumpster. so much more intense than I I know. And what I found out for myself is I love that term. Again, back to my Craigslist days of um, <laughs> reading the personals. <laughs> like, I just personal. love that term. It just, like, would, like, make me feel all, like, juicy. And then I was with someone one time, and they called me a cum dumpster, and my whole 
body revolted against that word. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Dumpster means garbage. I'm not garbage. Like, I was so turned off by that term that now I'm like, no, do not call me a cum dumpster. Mm-hmm. But then I might ask someone else still, can I call you a cum dumpster? Because and this I still why, like that term. This is where, if you're listening, you're like maybe skeeved out a little bit. And so this is also a time where I would encourage you again. This is a jumping off point. So do some more research. You might be surprised what your kinks are and what squicks you might surprise you too like amber saying or me saying come dumpster might make you wildly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but later it may turn out it does make you feel super juicy so it may be really offensive right now and i apologize if we're offending anybody i know i'm sorry but it is really a jumping off point of like please do a little bit of research Mm -hmm. so speaking of consent you don't want to touch anyone in a dungeon or like in life okay i think biden yeah, is realizing that now. <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't touch people you don't know how they want to be touched you don't yeah. like no so you don't want to make any assumptions mm-hmm. and so i one time was around someone at a tasting and they found out that or had like watched me get spanked or something and so he came over to me and just body checked me out of the blue, no conversation, did not know this person from anyone. And it was like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? And I just stared at him and he was like, oh, well, I saw that you like spankings. And I'm like, so, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean I want some stranger to come this over and body check me. me. Back to my original point, though, what? which was, again, we were outside of the dungeon when this happened. This we were was out of a dungeon. That was not in the BDSM culture. It's true. And so, again, this is why. I don't want to get ranty about it, so it'll just be like a quick side note of we really do live in a rape culture. And so that person assumed that they had some entitlement over my body witnessed something that Amber had consented to and enjoyed in that specific space that had been negotiated. And so this is exactly why I do feel more safe in a dungeon than I do with the club. Yeah. Because I feel like I do have more ownership over my body. And because we have negotiated safe words, you, we don't have safe words other than no out in the real world. And a lot and of people that ignore is not, that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that is not acknowledged, unfortunately, as a no. Mm-hmm. That is a definite boundary. Yes. I totally So, agree. again, if you feel uncomfortable in spaces like that, I, like I do a lot of times not feel safe. Like in a bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do and I don't. It depends on the situation. But mm-hmm. that is one of the things that I find incredibly fucking beautiful about a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Right. Because no one's going to come up and just start touching you. Yeah. Without your consent. Like, exactly. The entitlement that people mm-hmm. think they have over your body is just mm-hmm. mind-boggling. Well, and then, again, because you're in the dungeon, a lot of times, like, you are, you cannot give consent under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Mm-hmm. And so, again, how many times have you been in a bar and had someone do something wildly inappropriate to you? Yeah. And you react, and their reaction is... Either I'm drunk or the worst, the most fucking obnoxious thing is when their friends come up and defend their behavior because they are drunk. Yeah. So that's not, again, going to happen to you. It's highly unlikely in a dungeon setting as well. Right. Because they are going to try to limit that. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some dungeons that do allow drinking on the premises, but there are more dungeons, I would say, that don't allow drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And we're saying dungeon, but maybe someone has, like, a private play space. Or maybe you go to a house party. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, I'm going to a dungeon. It could just be a play party that someone invites you to. Totally. Do you – so, again – that I suspect, and I don't know, because I'm like the noob on the block. Mm. Um, I suspect you're going to be able to find that information out more um, easily on things like FetLife again. An event? Y- well, yeah. like house parties are generally private. You know, you have to no. I know, know it's somebody. private, but you, if you're not in the community at all, yep. the way that you're going to get into the community is through yep. munches and FetLife. Yep. Well, and, and you usually find out about munches on FetLife. Yes. That is the nice thing about Munches FetLife. in your area. You yeah. can find on FetLife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So go get a FetLife account. Yeah. Check it out. This go is like through. Astro. Like, I make know. sure you've got an Astro.com account and a FetLife account. Those are, that's like really important. And just kind of look around and see how people define themselves because there's all different terms on what people call themselves. Oh, it's so delightful to me. I am mm-hmm. endlessly fascinated by humans. Duh. That's why I'm a voyeur. And so I love to go, I don't even know if they're called profiles, walls. I don't yeah. know what they're called uh-huh. on FetLife. I love to read through people's fetishes because it like just is so interesting because you're going to find so many things that you never even thought of one as a fetish that someone else may be into yeah or you're like oh fuck i am like hell i'm having a physical visceral reaction to this <laughs> you're I like want this to sounds so this. good yes. i want this now yes yeah. and so whoop, boom look you already know someone you found them it's on their wall so yeah. maybe you can send them a message again Etiquette on FetLife really quickly. Do not just friend request people without sending a message first. Oh, yeah. No, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Facebook, too, y'all. Don't be doing that. But I suspect none of our listeners are doing that. So I don't even want to, like, discuss that. But um, you can shoot people a message and just get some more information. And people are usually, like, fairly friendly on FetLife as well. Yeah. Again, even education and advice. Exactly. If you just, like... Ask, hey, where can I learn more about yeah. this? Or can you can do- you tell me some of your experiences? Yeah. It's one of the things that I often end up talking about with people on FetLife. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this weekend, there's going to be Northern Exposure, like we Woo-hoo! mentioned. Um, and that is, they're going to have classes all day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's um, play parties at night. If you're in Anchorage, Alaska, you should definitely come check it out. Um, you can still get day passes or full day passes um, to the event and if you don't want to go to the classes and you just want to go to the play parties that's a separate cost yes but if you're not familiar with the community at all we would highly encourage you to go to some of the classes before you just show up at a play party yeah so some of the classes i'm interested in (laughs) um uh, there's one that's balloon bondage and where that i'm assuming it's the balloon bondage where you're put the person in a full body like latex suit or something yeah yeah i think that's what it is i'm super excited about this because i do like bondage so then there was bondage accessory making Mm, and i've never gone to any of the accessory making classes there is a great gentleman in town and he is always teaching a class at like all of our educational events other thing people in the bdsm community it is like a real community where people are just so willing usually to like share their knowledge and their time and their talents yes very giving people Mm -hmm. um and then then there's a class that's the care and feeding of the submissive. And then there's another one that's the care and the feeding of the dominant. And I was like, well, I'm pretty switchy. So I feel like I need to attend mm-hmm. both classes. I'm super interested in both of those. Mostly because I'm like, am I a sub or am I a dom? I don't know. Let's find out. Leah is a dom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this all the time. And I'm always like, nah, I don't think so. Okay. I'm embarrassed because I wanted to make fun of Leah about this. <laughs> 
before. Oh, you missed an opportunity. I know. I was going to want be the one to bring you know up what Kenny would if say, you were a dom. What? Louie fucking Bowie. What? Well, <laughs> we're both sad because he wishes that I would have worked that in to make fun of you earlier also. So Louis he's Bowie. also sad about this. Aren't you, Kenny? Okay. So, yes. Thank you for bringing up that you're really a dom, even though Leah's like, I don't want to be in control. I'm like, but you do. I do like to be in control. And you know what? I feel like Dom throws me off every time because I just want to call myself a director. Okay. <laughs> All right. So difference. that's what Leah's D stands for is <laughs> yes. directing. It's not that subtle of a difference. It's probably the same exact fucking thing. And so I keep explaining to her, okay, but if you're the Dom, you're in control. And then you could tell someone else to do something for you. Yeah. I like that. That's fine. I also particularly like if you want to get into my real kinks, Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoy if I am fully clothed but directing sex between two people. That Mm -hmm. just is really thrilling to me. Oh, okay. Especially if occasionally, like, I jump into the scene. Oh. If we've, like, you know, set that up. You've negotiated that. It's So that's what – if you are going to Northern Exposure this weekend and want to have sex with someone in front of a voyeur – I'm your girl. If you want the voyeur to – also have a part and direct your scene include leah's ready to direct you ready i have so many scenes worked out y'all that i just (laughs) really am just thirsty to see played out oh leah's got a whole map of things that she wants to see yes what i love about this though is that if you were to meet the two of us or on this podcast you would probably be like (laughs) amber's more dominant than leah yes in general people think of me as more of a dominant person yes um, but I think in the end, in terms of like kink stuff, that you are a dom and I'm a sub more than vice versa. I have harder and faster boundaries that I th- – so you are very boundaried as a person. Mm-hmm. I have very hard and fast boundaries where like I don't want to go into that particular like scene potentially. Whereas you're more open to like trying things. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really know what you mean. You're about to, like, call me a bitch, I feel like. No. No, 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 no. Well, I just, someday you'll be able to articulate why you think I'm a dom, but until You are a dom. That is what my point is, okay? That you're not making it. You are a dom. That I don't need any, I don't need anything to substantiate this. Just know that it's true. If anybody wants a fin dom, I'd love to try that on. I'm just saying... I want you to explore domination because I really think that you will enjoy it. And if you have to call it directing (laughs) to make it feel better about about what your little role is, I just don't think that you enjoy being directed as much. I don't. That's 100% true. I do not like relinquishing that power. Even if we've negotiated a scene, it still makes me a little bit uncomfortable. But you would be really good at... But you enjoy doing service. I love service. Right. I love, love, love service. So I feel like, yeah. I this feel is the thing about switchy. the king stuff, right? Yeah. That you can go There's back and so many forth facets. with stuff. Because, like, you would be, like, an excellent service sub. Mm-hmm. Because you but just really But I don't really want to be humiliated it. or degraded. I want... Right, 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 yeah, right, right, right. I want to be adored. Yeah. No, there's and appreciated. Different levels on every single category yeah. of Which like, what Which is why on FetLife I've kind of been seeking out switches. Because I do want to explore this a little bit more. And I want to watch someone else in action as they transition between the two roles also. Okay. So I am seeking it out. I'm interested. I'm doing my own research. Okay. 
I feel like, again, we've overwhelmed everyone with terms. I feel like our listeners are incredibly smart, and they're also going to go do their own research. So you think that I'm calling our listeners dumb? <laughs> well, I feel like we didn't overwhelm them. I think it's a little overwhelming. It's like, Dom, top, sub. Oh, my gosh. Watch The Secretary. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> that movie, that's You great. guys couldn't see it, but Amber got so fucking tense, I accidentally picked up her pen. <laughs> Her most beloved belonging. And I was just like casually like touching what's on the table. I know. And whoa, it got tense in here. Listen, I just like to know where the pen is. <laughs> yeah, it's in so your that, hand. As you so like that it know. comes back to me. It's I'm there. like, I'm she's watching now you. She's picked it up. She's <laughs> grasping it. She's clutching it with both hands now. So all is right with the world. We can probably close here. Okay. Um, don't hesitate again to let us know if you have any questions about anything that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to hear more about a particular topic, we'd love to discuss it at a later time. If you are interested in Northern, Explo- Northern Exposure this weekend, you're going to want to look uh, at Facebook, Alaska Center for Alternative Lifestyles. Or yes. you could also reach out to us and we can send you the link to them. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today, class. It's yeah. been a whirlwind. This has been so much fun. I can't wait to get into these topics a little bit more and like at least have a basis of understanding. And then yeah. I'm sure anyone who's in the kink community will listen to this and be like, wow, that was explained really badly. <laughs> it was a shit show. Yeah, it was a shit show. And so we will also accept your feedback. And We're not too arrogant. We'll take right. feedback from everyone. Exactly. So we can then just grow a better episode for the next time. Honesty without tact is cruelty, though. <laughs> Being nice. (laughs) Okay, so then Friday Fuckery is not going to come out on Friday. Nope. Because we are going to do something kink related. And since we're going to be in the conference all weekend. We're going to go collect a bunch of information from a bunch of different people, y'all. You won't have to listen to just us on this next episode. I know. So we'll figure something out fun and then we'll post that later in the weekend. Yeah. All right. Bye, class. Bye, students. All right, students, here we are at official homework time. Homework time. So if you enjoyed anything that we discussed today, we encourage you to get a FetLife account. Try it out. See yeah. what's on there. You don't have to commit to anything. You don't have to pay the $5 to watch videos, but should. <laughs> you might want pay to. Pay $5 to watch videos. Okay. Um, your other homework, if you choose to accept it, we like to call it extra credit, would be to go to Apple if you are an Apple user to subscribe us and rate and review us on Apple as well. We would be so fucking honored and delighted if you took the time to do that. If you haven't enjoyed us, don't bother. Don't bother. Shut us off. And also, if you're not on Apple, what is what do Android people do? I don't know. Could it's you something do on it, Google though? Play? Oh, Google yeah. Play. Do you rate and review on there? Do you? Because I don't we know. can't see. I know. I don't know what anybody. I, somebody with an Android phone, let me see what it looks like. Right? On the podcast. I don't know what it looks like. So we'll be bothering you in the next, you know, little bit if we see you out in public. <laughs> Bye, students. Bye, class. <laughs>